I just think right now, women, especially in business, this is the year of women. I just know that. Life begins at 150 grand a year. Life gets better at 250, and life gets real good at 500. Nobody can tell me differently on it. When you start teaching something, I feel like that's when you start to master the actual art of it. You and I, when we publish a book, we can go toe to toe with any of the New York trade publishers, any of the big time authors. We get to compete in that marketplace and then let the market decide whether our stuff is good. People forget sometimes as an entrepreneur, the whole damn point of entrepreneurship is to make money. And now here is The Win with your hostess, serial entrepreneur, marketeer, and chief sexy boss. Heather Havenwood. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Thank you so much for being here. And this is our first show of the entire year 2018. And that is exciting for you because we are going to complete 2017. Yay! And we're going to do that with an amazing, amazing guest. Dear friend of mine, I was told by one of my best friends on the planet, Kim. Kim, are you there? I'm here. Yay. Okay. So who Kim is, I'm going to say her last name too, which is a really long last name. You ready? So it's Kim Dolchmiasco. I'm totally did that wrong. Okay. Kim, <laughs> just say your last name for me. <laughs> Dolchmiasco. Now what you need to know is everyone that I have known her for almost 10 years. And so she probably wants to come through the phone right now and probably slap me around. I'm not very good at last names like that. So I, I'm just, you know, she knows that. So I'm completely, I wouldn't be completely embarrassed, but, um, that's not who she is. Okay. So I want to tell you who Kim is and Kim is an international business life and creativity coach. She is currently a co-owner in Carolina Annamboto coaching, a full service coaching firm and sole owner of creative visions rising a creativity and artist coaching company. She uses her 40 plus years of experience, including being an executive in the corporate world, a serial entrepreneur, and a creative visionary herself to help her clients create a very juicy, exciting, and passionate purpose vision for themselves and or their businesses. And then is ruthless and making sure they take the right actions to fulfill on that purpose envision as quickly as possible. So true. So thank you for being here. <laughs> thank you. This is exciting. Now what you need to know for, for everyone listening, you are now talking to my personal coach. <laughs> <laughs> People always ask me, do you have a coach? Yes. And then I don't tell them who, you know, it's like this private little thing I got going on. Uh, it's like my magic little bullet Right. So now you know who my coach is. So you're all going to swarm and hire her now because after how many years have I coached with you? Five years, six years, long time. Five, five years. Five. Yeah. Yeah. Five years. Um, yeah, I don't, it's got this secret little sauce that I have going on. Right. So secret sauce is out. Everyone, <laughs> you're welcome to hire her because she's amazing. Now here's what she's going to do. This is something that she does for her clients. So this is a very special and unique show today because literally this is like a coaching call. You get to like be in on behind the scenes of what entrepreneurs and solo entrepreneurs do and business owners do at a high level every single year to really truly complete something and then create something. There's an art to this and she is the master of that. This is what she does with all of her clients. She does it with me. 
right? As well, I'm like doing the work. This is not something I'm talking about. I'm actually in the process of doing this work. So I want you listening to do the work as well for yourself, for your family, for everything. So we're going to give you two URLs right now. And what's going to do is going to take you to her blog post where she explains all this. Okay. I'm going to give you two URLs that are on her websites. Here we are. It's creative visions rising.com forward slash end 2017. So 2017. Okay. That's the first URL. So again, it's creative visions rising.com forward slash end 2017, right? In 2017. All right, that's the first one. And she's going to explain what that is. We're going to go into it a little bit. But the other one, just so you can follow along, is creativevisionsrising.com forward slash start 2018. So again, that's creativevisionsrising.com forward slash S-T-A-R-T 2018. Okay, you got it? All right. So we're going to talk about this whole process. Now, most of y'all, in my, at least my experience, has been like, what worked? What didn't work? For last year and then what do you want to create now now as my amazing coach has coached me when you do it that way it's like creating on a bunch of poo-poo all right because you're not complete you're not ending you're not cleaning up the mess of the first year so it's like cleaning out your closet you gotta take everything out of the closet right everything out of the closet and you gotta like look at all the stuff figure out what you want don't want then you can go buy new stuff so that's kind of what we're doing here so you can actually truly, truly create a new year. All right. So that's what we're doing. So let's start. Kim, we're all at the creative visions risings, creative visions rising.com forward slash in 2017. And you have a lot going on here, a lot of questions. Let's just start that process. So tell us about this process called ending a year. Well, you were, you were right on target, Heather. You know, it's, uh, it's really important to actually get things complete because, um, frankly, if you don't, you will drag it into the next year. Mm. And mm. I've done it. My clients have done it. I see what it looks like. You know, we'll, we'll drag the stuff in and then we wonder why the next year looks the same way as the prior year with maybe some exceptions, right? So. Um, in the process, I've designed a lot of questions for you to ask yourself. Now, the first set of questions is to deal with the things that didn't necessarily go the way you wanted it to go. Because you really want to be honest with yourself about that. You really want to acknowledge that because there's lessons to be learned in it. And then the second part of these, uh, the second set of questions I have here is to have you celebrate your victories. Because that's something else that we rarely do. You know, the year goes by and we may go, oh, wow, that was really horrible. And this was really horrible. But we don't take those things as lessons. We just say, oh, it's horrible. And then we sure as heck don't acknowledge ourselves for all of our victories. And there's just as many lessons to be learned from the victories as there are from the things that didn't go as well as we wanted to. That's really awesome. So I want you all to know if you're listening and looking, you first of all, the first piece is when she's talking about looking at what didn't work, right? You've got 25 questions. <laughs> now, I started the process yesterday. <laughs> I'm not done. I'm at like question 11. So my question to you for this is why so many damn questions? 
<laughs> Can it be like one? Like, what did work? Let's move on. Right? What didn't you like? All right, let's move on. Like, why 25? Well, here's the deal. You know, our brains are tricky little things. And I found that if I ask questions from a lot of different angles, mm-hmm. my brain can't camouflage stuff and hide it away. So, you know, in the questions, I'll ask things like, well, what do I wish I had done more of? What do I wish I had done less of? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I ask, I ask things like, uh, what was the biggest piece of my unfinished business? Mm-hmm. All right. What slowed me down this year? Like each one of these questions have, have you, uh, look at it from a different place. Oh, and I want to, I want to address what you said also, Heather, about, you know, a lot of times when somebody sees this for the first time, they go, Oh my God, this is a lot of work. Why would I even do this? Look, here's my answer. This is your life. Mm. This is your life. And if I spend at the end of the year, you know, X amount of time, let's say I, I invest you know, several hours of my time in, in this process. And, and then I spend several hours of my time creating my new year and that process. Man, that is such a gift to myself. And this is my life. Mm. You know, we give our clients and the people in our life, like all kinds of our time all the time. Mm-hmm. But this is about us. You know, this is really like a gift to yourself to spend this time. Mm. That's so. very true. I love that. That's true. It, and you're right. So as I was going down the different questions, like how I, I experienced when I was first answering the questions, I got what I call the top answer, you know, like the the icing. <laughs> of course, this is my complaint of the year. And then as you kept asking, now where I went in my head was, geez, Kim, why do you keep asking me the same question? <laughs> Really? I've already asked that. I've already answered that. I've moved on. My homework's complete. But you, as I keep going, I'm like, wow, it's something new came up. I thought it was going to be this. And it was actually something else. You know, like one mm-hmm. of the questions you had is, when did I not honor and take care of myself? I was like, just a second and be here for a while. <laughs> like, there's a lot there. Uh, one of the questions I think is interesting, and this is where I ask you as a coach, Cause I know people in your head right now. I know I can hear them right now. They're going, I don't want to look at everything that didn't work. I want to let it go. I don't want to look at it again. I want to ignore it. You know, so I'm, that's what, that's something I'm going to ask you. So one of the questions here, number Ooh. 11, what was the worst part of the year? And the reason I'm saying this is because I, I, I've, I've overheard someone just in the last 24 hours say, well, I focus on the positive, focus on the positive focus. So as a coach, Kim, why are you having myself, high performers, entrepreneurs look at the worst part of their year and <laughs> things like this. Why are you making us do that? I just don't like us. Like, what is that? Why are you forcing people to look at that? That's, that's great. That's really great. Okay. Here's the deal. There's, you can deal with things in your life. You can either like acknowledge them and get the lessons out of them and then truly let them go. Or you can stuff it down and then watch it just keep popping up and smacking you in the face. So, you know, repressing things, stuffing things down, ignoring things, it never really produces the let go that you that you think it does. It's just undercovers for a little bit. Mm. And you can't get lessons out of things that you ignore and throw under the covers at all. Not only that, but you can't really let go of it. It's still there. So it's like sitting there. It's like the thing under your bed that you don't want to look at. 
the boogeyman. The, the boogeyman. boogeyman of 2017. It's right. true, right? Because I, I mean, I've, I overheard someone yesterday say, well, why are you focused on the negative? I only focus on the positive. I'm like, okay, Pollyanna. And I know underneath it, because I want to say, well, my coach said if you got it, but I couldn't say it in the way, the elegant way that you say it in my head every day. So I kind of wanted to point that out because I know there's people out there that have this view that they just focus on everything on the positive. Everything's always going to work out. And you've taught me in the coaching working with you. And I know you've, I mean, look, you got to get, understand people who you're talking to. You're talking to a person that coaches high impact and high level business owners on the planet. You got, you got to get that. Okay. Because it, that the high impact earners that you see out there living at a high level, I promise you, they have someone, they either have came in her, their back pocket or they have someone at that level. Okay. Because they're not doing it by themselves, including Oprah and Tony Robbins, everybody else. Okay. So tell me just kind of idea. If you're talking to someone who's a Pollyanna going, Kim, I don't want to look at what would you say to them? Like, why look at all this stuff? Okay, well, I think the main part is that thing about the lessons. Okay. At the end of this exercise, mm-hmm. really, the, the lessons are all you walk away with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, interestingly enough, I, I don't really perceive things, and this is my own little quirk, right? I don't perceive things as these are good things and these are bad things. They're just all things. They're things that happen throughout the year. Now, you know, over here in our human brains, we separate all out. We go, don't want to look at that. Don't want to look at, oh, don't look at that. Right. But bottom line is there's just lessons in it. Like if you can really, you know, I'm going to pull a question here, for example, Heather, if you can really say, what was the single biggest time waster in my life this past year? And you're willing to really look at what that was. Now you've got a lesson. The lesson is, oh, my God, that thing ate up an enormous amount of my time. Now, when we get to creating 2018, you'll see how we use it. But without being willing to look at that thing, you know, really, the bet is you're going to keep wasting your time on 2018. Mm -hmm. I promise. Yeah. So when I got I got to that question, I've already passed that one up. And when I got to that question, where I went was everything I didn't do. And I really looked at the question. I'm like, wait a minute. She's actually asking, what did I do? that was wasteful. You know, if you look at the question, I was actually doing something different. And I got to something, I sat there and sat there. It was like, oh, nothing, nothing, nothing. What are you talking about? Nothing. <laughs> there was something. Uh, I realized that I watch the um, news, the uh, cable news, especially during the beginning of, of 2017. I was watching it probably three, four hours a day. Every day, five days a week, right? The drama of everything that was going on with the election. And I'm, I'm not down, I'm not up to four hours a day anymore. I'm more like two. So I'm like, what am I, why did I, what is that? That's a huge time waster for me. So I wrote that down. Like I have to, Good. I'm eliminating that. I'm like, I'm telling one of myself to my coach. She's over there like, I will be talking to you about that tomorrow. <laughs> um, so that's a big one. I mean, that's a good one. So, okay. So the deck, the, so that's the first piece. So again, we're going back to the, the URL, creative vision rising, creative visions rising.com forward slash end 2017. That's where we're at. We're on the first section where there's about, uh, let's see. Yes. There's about 25 questions. And then we go into the 40 questions, which is more about the second half of this is what? This is the life lessons. Yeah. No, this is. Now, this is the juicy part that everybody wants to do, but then they don't really do a good job of it. 
Mm. So now what we're going to look at now that we've, now that we looked at the things that didn't work and we've okay. written down our lessons about that. Okay. Um, now we're going to look at your accomplishments, your victories, your wins, and the things to be grateful for, like the stuff to really celebrate about yourself. So mm. I don't end it on this bad note. Okay. We really ended on a high here. So this is about, I'm looking at one of the questions. Okay. So let's just name them. What new skills did I learn? How did I grow emotionally this year? Um, how did I grow mentally this year? Another question. What was the best decision I made this year? So this is kind of acknowledging yourself for things that got, that happened or didn't happen. Like you're basically just kind of making them acknowledge themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting because, um, the other thing that we do as human beings is that, uh, we, we judge, we judge victories by their size. You know, like, oh, that was a big enough victory that I can pat myself on the back for it. Oh, well, that was, that was nothing. But the fact is, is that we got to the end of this year, you know, it's all stepping stones, victories. So, you know, if, if, a, if an emotional victory, let's use that for a second since you mentioned it. If an emotional victory is, um, that I, I learned this year, uh, not to get all emotional about a particular thing that happens in my business. That may not seem like a big thing, but it's enormous in your progression as mm -hmm. a business owner, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's the other piece about all these is that the same way I kind of, you know, with the things that didn't work as well as you wanted them to, the same way with that, I look at things from different angles. These questions ask you things from different angles also to make sure that you dig deep. And here's, really find those victories. So here's one I think is interesting. What major goal or goals did I lay the foundation for? How's Isn't it? Yeah. Isn't that great? It's a good Isn't one. Isn't that great? Right? Because sometimes we come to the end of the year and we're like, well, I didn't accomplish anything. I have a, I have a client that has, um, for example, laid tremendous foundations for herself this year. And then she got to the end of the year and she was feeling like she hadn't really accomplished anything. Now, she had upped her profits. You know, we had done the financial work, right? But the fact is, is that she laid enormous foundations for things that had that work not been done in 2017, she was, she was never going to get to what is now sitting there ready for her to fly with in 2018. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. But, cool. but because sometimes we don't see the foundation of a house, it takes a while to lay that. Mm -hmm. And it's the foundation yeah. of everything. And it, as a business owner, we just want it, we want to scale, we want to go up, but the foundation's very critical. And it is hard for, I think for myself, I know, but the entrepreneur in us, the creator in us, the art artist in us, it's hard for us to, to look at that. It is, it is right. Cause you know, and then we end up with what we end up with a wobbly house because right. we, you know, we didn't lay, we didn't lay a, a solid foundation. Right. 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 That's yeah. so true. And then there's another question. What was the funniest moment of, of my year? One that still makes me grin or burst out laughing. That's a good one. D did you burst, you know, <laughs> did you burst out laughing? <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of my funniest moment. I'll, it'll probably come to me, but I haven't figured that out one yet. But I think that was a really great question because yeah, you're looking at you. accomplishments and things to have that were fun, not just. Right. You know, right. Cause these are the goals. memories that, you know, when I said we're going to let go of all that other stuff, 
after we get our lessons from it. But these things are the juicy things that you take into 2018. Mm-hmm. It's like you remember the remember instead like the great things, the funny things, the things you accomplished. Because if you could have those things happen in 2017, you can expand on them in 2018. Mm. That's so true. You know, I'm thinking about, it's been a long time since I worked for corporate America, but at the end of the year, they would have those little goals like, what did you accomplish? And three things. And they made it really kind of boring. And as you know, as a entrepreneurial coach and myself, that it's all connected. You know, when you're an entrepreneur and you're having a bad year emotionally, it very much affects your business. <laughs> so they're very all interconnected. You know, the days of like having things falling apart at home and then you just going to work from nine to five and ignoring everything at home is way more challenging in the entrepreneurial space, I think. So I think you have to do more work. Now, how how many either hours or minutes would you suggest that someone puts aside to do this one piece, the end 2017? I would really suggest that you that you pull out at least two hours of time. And it, you know, you may not be able to do it all in one swing. You may have to do, you know, an hour on the first set, an hour on the second set. I think that that'll give you due diligence with it. Mm. And you, you may find it that takes a little more time than that. That's okay. That's okay. Give it, give it to yourself. Yeah. Give it to yourself. The one thing that you did say, um, and I did do, I'm following directions is not to type it, is to write it like pen and paper. Why is that? Well, because we have different connections in our brain when we um, when we write versus when we type, mm-hmm. and um, you know we become much more robotic when we're typing, and particularly since we're all like you know computer type freaks at this point in time, right? right. So we become very robotic. We we we're not really we're not really like connecting to it. We'll whip stuff out very fast. Actually writing this, like going through and writing the answers on paper, has your brain really connect to to it in a different way. Got it. Yeah, no, I am doing that. I have an old-fashioned pen and paper here. <laughs> and it does take something because you can't type as I, – I can't write as fast, fast as I type. I can type really, really fast. So I think you're right. It does. It makes you slow down. Now, I'm writing that – I'm actually writing out – the question and then writing my answer and it makes it makes my my brain slow down. I have to do that, but I just want to throw it out. Okay. Anything else you Good. want to say about any 2017 before we hop into the fun part? No, let's, let's just roll on because I think on. it all goes together. Yeah. Okay, great. So, all right. So now we're going to go to the next, um, the next part. She has second piece and it's a different URL. Okay. They're all connected, but I'm going to give it to you again. It's creative visionsrising.com forward slash start 2018. All right. I love your um, your huge image here. Let's create a wildly creative new year. Great. All right. Let's start here. So talk to us about this, okay. this part. Well, I, I do want to say one thing before yeah. I start talking about this part, and that is just for the audience. Um, I wrote these posts specifically for um, my artist and creativity coaching company. So there's a lot of references to art here. So what I want you to do is whatever industry you're in or whatever it is you're up to, you know, just replace any of these references. It will serve. I literally use this for all of my clients, whether they are, uh, real estate agents or, you know, they are other coaches. It makes no difference. Okay. So 
just replace any of the art verbiage here with whatever you do. Okay. okay. That's perfect. Cool. Now I, I, you've, you've taught me this, I think a long time. I feel that entrepreneurs are artists, you know, so I think it's perfect. Me too. But they, they yep. really are. Okay. So let's dive in. All right. So, uh, now we're, again, we're creative visions rising.com for us. I start 2018. We have 40 questions here. Again, <laughs> so many, so many, Kim. It could be, it could be one question. What do you want? We done. <laughs> right. All right. So <laughs> why 40 questions? Well, once you, once again, we're looking at things from different angles and we're pulling in some of the lessons that you've learned from doing the completion of 2017. So for, you know, for example here, um, uh, let's see what behavior that if I did it consistently would make the biggest difference in my life, art and our business this coming year. Now, you know, the fact is, is that through the work that you did ending 2017, mm -hmm. you have a much deeper view of yourself and deeper like perspective of your business and what you accomplished or didn't accomplish. Right. So this one, you know, some of these questions kind of tap back in, but they pull it out from that perspective of what are we going to keep since we left all that other stuff behind? Mm-hmm. What are we going to keep and what are we going to throw? Like th th this time waster one I keep looking at. What's the single biggest time waster in my life? I already just told y'all watching cable news. And what will I do about 2018? Uh, stop watching cable news. Okay, so <laughs> that probably isn't the yeah. answer, but that's where I go in my head right now. Probably, you know, what can I do with that time? Well, uh, I could probably read more on business. I could um, make more phone calls, right? For my business. I could uh, get more clients on board and like that. So you know, four hours yes. a day is a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It okay. is, right? <laughs> <laughs> again, again, she's Good. making notes. She'll talk to me about it tomorrow. <laughs> you can bet. Yeah, yes. I know. So, okay. So the, you have a few things in here. I think it's interesting. You kind of dive deeper into one is how I'm just going to name it, right? Number nine, how do I want to expand the marketing of my business this year? Another one is, what is my most financial goals this year? I think what happens is most times people just start on one, what's my financial goals? And then what everything around that, everything I need to do to, to get to that. You kind of go dive deeper into each hole. You know, one of them is the what single most important thing I could do to improve the quality of my business and my art this year. So tell us, first of all, where did you get these questions? Did you just make them up? Is this something that you personally have just created over the last, you know, 40 plus years? Or what What exactly is that? How did you get to these? Well, I, I found that these are these are the questions that I'm ongoingly asking people. And and by the way, I, you know, just so you have a little personal inroad to me, I um I don't just ask these at the end or beginning of the year. These are questions that I'll be, I'm asking my clients constantly. Um, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people that I complete every day at, so that I start the new day fresh. So I'm always looking at what worked and what, you know, what didn't work. Right. Mm -hmm. But these are just questions that, like you said, they have you dive deeper. And yes, they have been created over, you know, the 40 something years I've been playing this game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, they're, they're deep. Like here's number one. What one behavior that if I did it consistently would make the biggest difference in my life and business in the coming year? And I love the word behavior. It's a very distinct. It's not actions, behavior. You want to, mm -hmm. and, and this is also something I have a question for. We're going to ask number two. My first question is explain to the audience what you coach's behavior versus action. 
And then the next one is going to be goals versus intentions. Well, behavior, behavior includes, uh, your, like your view of things and how, how things come from your view of things. If I have a view that like, um, particular clients are annoying, then I behave toward them in a certain way. Are you not the only one? (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I love all my clients. So, you know, in my, in my world, what that would look like if I, you know, if I created a, a new behavior, it would be having like all my clients seem special. Mm. And that has me behave in a totally different way. And if I did that consistently, my business would be growing, particularly since I'm in a people business. Mm-hmm. Right? No, that's true. If you focus on your clients are amazing and um, awesome, then you're going to get more of that. And I think of back to this is years ago, I was working for a particular um, seminar company. And he, he, yeah, it was he, he did sales. And I remember like after the event, every we go to dinner, and he would just talk about how horrible the people were who bought, like how stupid they were. And, you know, he's oh always had these negatives. And then he would wonder why our sales weren't doing well. And he would just more complain that they were, in his view, idiots for not buying. And I never really made that connection until years later. That he was almost mm-hmm. in a way his behavior was pushing them away versus yeah. like, oh, my God, look at the amazing people that took on their life today and completely said yes to a new future for themselves. I'm so excited to, for our next city that we go to and having that happen again and having more people say yes to their new future. You know, that's yeah. a different view. That's than, different. And people feel it, by the way. That's really an interesting thing. You know, I can say the same thing while, while in the background in my head thinking something like he said, you know, like if I'm thinking in the back of my head, Oh my God, these idiots. And, and I, and I, I can say to them up front, wow, that was amazing. You can bet though that they actually get it. Mm -hmm. There are ways that we behave that people get it. You know, so behavior is a, a pretty cool thing to play with. Yeah, they 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 hear what's not being said in the background. Mm-hmm. That's totally. what I call it. You you taught me that too. And um, okay, great. What activity brought? Here's another question. What activity brought me my greatest success last year that I would like to repeat or continue? That's a good one. That's again. Um, I feel like sometimes what happens in New Year's is there's always about this change, 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 change versus what are some things that you want to bring into the new year? What's a consistency that you want to bring into the new year? Is that what you were referring to? Oh, totally. Because that is the other thing that I often see people do in business because they don't spend the time to reflect on what really worked and what didn't, right? You know, Mm -hmm. kind of back to why do this work in the first place? So, you know, there they have something that's really working for them. And they'll throw that out along with the year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, okay, that, that didn't work or that did work. See you, bye. They actually put it in the background. So that mm-hmm. actually brings you to the next point. You actually say to, in part of this process, again, we are at creativevisionsrising.com <clears throat> forward slash start 2008. You talk about, you suggest to set for yourself three intentions for the year before you set your goals. And then the question comes up, well, what's the difference between goal and intention? And then why three intentions? Ah, 
Yeah, very, very, very good. Um, so intentions are, uh, they're more, they're more internally based. They're more big picture. They are like the why that you do everything that you do. Hmm. So for example, an intention, an intention that I could set is that, um, in 2018, I want to create a community that provides acknowledgement and freedom of expression, connection, education, and support for women artists mm. in 2018. Okay. Awesome. Now with that sitting there, then the goals that I set up are there to fulfill on that intention. But the intention is what like wakes me up every morning. That's what has me like jump out of bed, hit the road. It pulls me forward. Mm -hmm. The goals then under that are things like, okay, I'm going to do a soft launch um, from my own connections by January 6th. You know, I'm going to have at least 50 members by January 31st. It's like the on the court, what are those measurable external things that you're going to produce? The real, mm -hmm. the real, you know, the, the real, real meat. measurable meat stuff. Yes, exactly. Okay, got that. So one of my intentions and I shared with you was, um, my intention is to, this is a big picture, to have every woman on the planet be self-sufficient financially. <laughs> That's fabulous. Big, yeah. huge goal. And then creating a community around that, right? Having other, having a community such that women are supporting other women and being financially sufficient. And that's because I have a view that when a woman is fully self-sufficient financially, she makes new choices and she always supports other people around her, nurtures other people, right? So she helps mm -hmm. other people. So, okay. So that's the intention. Now, why three? Why not, why not one or why not five? You said specifically set yourself three, three in our, do you want it since we're talking business, do you suggest one's personal business and emotional or you like, can you do all business? Yeah, I really, I really do think that, you know, particularly for entrepreneurs. Okay. Right. I'm going to say this, but it's there for, it's there for everybody. You don't, you don't really walk into your office, whether it's your own or it's a corporate office. You don't really walk in leaving your life out. You don't, yeah, you, you don't. can pretend that you do all you want, right? but we're holistic human beings. We take ourselves everywhere with us, right? So, and with entrepreneurs, that line gets even more blurred because, you know, we're not showing up, punching in a clock and leaving at a certain time. Correct. So, you know, our, our business kind of runs into our life and vice versa in a lot of ways. Right. So, um, I think it's important to like, you know, if you're going to set intentions and set intentions that fulfill on your business and set intentions that fulfill on your life. So three's, three's just a number that has you like play with something bigger than setting one. Frankly, it's kind of arbitrary. It's arbitrary. Right? Okay. So it's kind of arbitrary. Mm -hmm. You know, if what happens is you sit down and you come up with two really rich, juicy intentions mm -hmm. that you can live your life and run your business inside of, yeah. then, then go with that. Okay. It's another one of my little tricks to get your brain to think a little deeper and see, is there anything else? Is there anything else? Is there anything else? Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm laughing. Cool. I'm like, oh, yeah, you, that's how you coach me. Okay. Um, <laughs> like telling on yourself. Okay. So the intention is internal. It's the big picture. It's kind of the heartfelt reason why one does something. And intentions yes. are based on passion, values, or purpose. 
Intentions are in the present moment and they do not come from reasonable analytical brain based. Right. So that's what you talk about. Okay. So it's the more internal source, the source, internal source, full you. Um, It's the why. It's the why. It is like the why do I do this? Yeah. It's the why. It's the why Mm -hmm. that actually creates the actions. Okay. So how many goals do I need per intention? Or is it just like, I mean, here, I'm going to ask you this question because this is something I've seen over the years. There's so many programs out there about creating a new year. And they always do like one goal or like, you know, two goals or something like that. They had this like, or 10, or sometimes it's like 20,000 goals. And then you get the end of the next year. You're like, oh my God, I didn't do anything. I'm so horrible. Uh, I'm a failure. uh, So setting yourself and your clients up for success, right? What would you say to that? (laughs) Well, I would say that goals are useless without action items to go with them, Uh first of all. Right. So, you know, some, some things may take 10. Some things may only take two, right? Uh, the bottom line though is that any of those goals are going to take probably a lot of actions in order to make it happen. Now, I didn't address that in here because I really just wanted to get people started, right? But, you know, when I, when I'm working with my clients, it's like, okay, that's, that's great. There's your goals. The how you're going to do it, the when you're going to do it, the where you're going to do it. There's your goals. That's great. Now, how are we actually going to accomplish those? And that might be like a long list of actions that need to be taken for each one of those goals. Right, right. I'm I'm thinking of myself right now. So yes, so you have intentions, three big audacious why intentions. Then you have goals. Now, how many goals do we have? And then how many actions do we have for each goal? Just like I didn't, I didn't throw, I didn't throw a number on you those goals. Okay. Right. Yeah. You know, it, you know, like I said, if it's, if it's something that, you know, really inside that intention, you have one big goal that is to produce X by X time and make X amount of money, for example, you know, something that's measurable, right? Right. Then that's great. But you're still going to have to come up with the actions. And, and the bottom line is, is that, you know, the way I really work in reality with my clients is that I, you know, I turn those actions into small, smaller, I drill down into smaller goals along the way. Ah, uh, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, Good. so yeah, just to give you a big picture, we have three intentions and then we have goals and it, there's no number on that. And then under the goals, there's action items to have those goals. So before you do any of that, though, there's 40 questions <laughs> that uh, that you can ask yourself and write out physically, right, to help you actually figure out those goals. And what I love about the 40 questions, because they do, they're coming at your life at all these different angles, not just one way. It's not just linear, not just energetically, not just brain waves wise. It's it's all these different other angles, spiritual, not just a financial, not just emotional, not just relationships, you know, uh, from from skill sets, and everything in between. It really just kind of create more of an esoteric view um, and drill it and then starts into the drilling down of each thing. You know, I remember going to a productivity seminar for three days and I promise you in three days, they didn't even do half of this. <laughs> yeah. So this is pretty intense. Now, how many hours or hour, how many hours would you suggest an entrepreneur needs to, um, set aside to do this process? Well, now th- this, this process, you know, it's kind of interesting because just to go through the questions yeah. and to set your initial intentions and some of your initial goals, 
there again, you know, you can probably do it in a couple hours if you, you know, if you, if you move fast, but you know, then there's the building on that, you know, then there is the setting, you know, setting the long-term goals, setting the short-term goals, then, you know, then they're setting up those action items. Like I just, it's back to the foundation work, Heather, for me. It's like, if I spend the time to do this work, then the bottom line is my chances of accomplishing what I want to accomplish for the year goes up like exponentially. So it's worth it, right? So it's worth to take the time. And what I'm hearing, I'm just putting that in there, suggests doing the ending first, maybe one day or spread on two, and Mm -hmm. then another day to create. Is that? Yeah. Okay. I think that's actually great, by the way, because it lets anything else bubble up that needs to bubble up between completing the 2017 and creating 2018. I think that's brilliant. Good work. You know, this, my, so for my 2017, as you know, has been challenging. But what's really interesting is I think as I've been putting out there on Facebook, just kind of ready for 2007 to be over, a lot of people are like that right now. They're like, I can't Mm -hmm. wait. There's like a lot of people going, it's been bad. You know, not bad or good, just challenging. And yeah, I think there's good. a lot of changes for people 2017. Um, well, there was for the country in general, <laughs> but I mean, in the United States. Yeah. But the it, world, the world, yeah. there's just been a lot of change and it's affected everything. Not good or bad, just change, a lot of change. And I think this process you've put together is a very thorough and complete process. And so I kind of want to wrap it up and for the Thank creation you. process 2018. What's this? There's 40 questions and the goals and goals and intentions. There's all these pieces. What are you doing there? What's like, what are you, what's the, what's happening when you're doing all this work and the, the creation process? Well, that's why, that's why I, you know, I refer to it as completing and, uh, and, and creating, right? The questions are just to have you do the thinking work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, like really do the thinking work. And once you've done the thinking work, then you have a really, like, there's a clean space that, mm. that you get to create in. So you're not creating on top of the stuff in the closet. You're, creating. you're not. Yeah. <laughs> and even, even with, even with creating the new year, you know, a lot of people, they just kind of, they sit down and they do a, they do a rough swipe at it. Right. And ta-da, they're done. And, you know, that leaves them creating on top of a lot of question marks. Yeah. Which can be just as bad as creating on top of, you know, that kind of icing on a mud pie of creating on top of 2017. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I love that analogy. It's like icing on top of mud pie. Mm -hmm. It's a great analogy. It's like you got to get rid of the mud (laughs) pie and start from the beginning and start from scratch as much as you possibly can. That's really awesome. Okay, great. So uh, wrap it up. What? Any last words or any last coaching to everyone in this process? Enjoy it. Ooh. Like, actually, you have an option. You know, like, we, <laughs> suffering is always optional. Um, so you, you have an option. You can really actually allow yourself to enjoy enjoy the process. What? 
I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, I, know. I know you're right. I, I, I feel yeah. like she's coaching me right now. Heather, suffering is optional. <laughs> mm, I hear you. I hear you. Um, yes, you're right. And I take the coaching. Y'all should take the coaching too. Suffering is optional. Yes. So suffering is optional and enjoy the process of the creation. And you might want to consider that if you didn't clean up 2016, you might have to go clean up 2016 too. Whatever you need to do, <laughs> go clean up the last 10 years. And uh, so you can really create newly for 2018. I love that. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Okay. So I am going to, again, say the URLs where you can find Kim and hire her because she's my secret sauce in my back pocket. <laughs> Feel free. Uh, I have now given you permission. So that's creativevisionsrising.com. That's creativevisionsrising.com. You can find her there to get on a phone call with her. Anything else you want to say that where they should find you? I just told them, but maybe you have another yeah. place. <laughs> well, and, and there again, um, just remember that when you get, when you get to that website, that is my coaching website for artists and yeah. creatives. Um, and you know, I, I coach, I coach all people in all kinds of yeah. industries. So, you know, just reach out to me. And even if you're working, I'm going to, I'm going to offer this out there. If you're working your way through this process and you get really stuck on something or you've got a question, then by all means, shoot me an email. You know, I, this is like my favorite time of the year to have people create things. So I am more than, more than happy to take any, any emails or anything that comes in my direction around helping you actually complete the year and start the year for yourselves. Oh, wow. I would suggest do that. <laughs> Everyone yeah. is listening. That was a huge invitation. Absolutely. Yeah, because um, yeah, it really is an important time. And you're doing that with all your clients that I know of anyway, that you're taking the time to like, let's complete, let's complete. And because you're doing that with me, I'm I'm doing that with my clients. Let's complete, let's complete. Let's Thank complete. you. Yes. So it's a passing yes. on. Yes. Right. And mm-hmm. Some are resisting. So it's okay. <laughs> some are not. Some are like, yay. Some are like, I don't want to do that. So I understand. So everyone check out Kim at Creative visionsrising.com. And again, the two URLs that we were talking about today were start 2018 and end 2018. So creativevisionsrising.com forward slash start 2018 and then forward slash in 2017. All right, everyone, this is Heather Havenwood and check out the win at heatherhavenwood.com forward slash podcast. Heather, thank you so much. It was such a pleasure being here with you. This was fun. You're welcome. All right, guys. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Interested in coaching with Heather? Go to heatherhavenwood.com and sign up for a business discovery consultation. Here is your free gift for listening. Get three audio chapters of Heather's book, Sexy Boss, How Women Empowerment is Changing the Rulebook when you text the word sexy to 7200. Again, text the word sexy, that is S-E-X-Y, to 7200 and receive your three audiobook chapters. Number is good only in North America. This is a sexy boss rap. This podcast is a copyright of Havenwood Worldwide, LLC.